Hi, this is Erin from Rose Quartz Mediumship. Thanks for joining us here on this podcast where we're going to focus on everything metaphysical. Last episode, we spoke through how I knew that I was a medium. And I want to dive a little bit deeper into that story. So in the last episode, we left off where I had recognized that I was seeing something that other people weren't as a child and then had an experience as an adult with a spirit later in life after I had had three children. And I want to continue on that process. As I was working through all of the things that were coming up for me, what the kind of reopening process was bringing up within me and inside of me, I didn't have a large circle of people that I felt comfortable talking to about the process. One of the things that happens is that you can feel a bit crazy for lack of a better word. And so I was going through that process um, and didn't have a big circle that I felt safe letting into my reality of what I was experiencing and what I was going through. I had a, a group of women who I'd connected with during my second child's pregnancy. And it was a, a group of women who were all pregnant at the same time and it was focused on trying to keep the healthiest body and healthiest emotions that we could have throughout the pregnancy. And this was just a really great group of women, a group of women that felt safe. Um, There was a lot of diversity within the group, yet a high level of acceptance uh, of where everyone was coming from and where everyone was going to. And I talked a little bit about what was happening for me, what my experiences were inside of that group. And lo and behold, not only did they meet me with no judgment, um, they met me with a lot of acceptance. And one of the women in the group said that she had an aunt who is a medium and who ran a business, a mediumship business. And offered to connect us if that was something that I was looking for. And of course I said yes and was so excited to speak with somebody about what I was going through, what I was experiencing. I didn't have a lot of resources at the time. And so the majority of my opening or reopening, so to speak, was kind of self-taught and I was thrashing through it for lack of a better explanation. And so I really welcomed this connection. And after the connection was made, I had to wait a little bit because she was in the middle of working on some projects, had some stuff on her plate. And so I I think it was maybe two weeks. I forget now um, the details, but I think it was about two weeks that I, I waited to connect with her and chat on the phone. She really, you know, was very gracious with her time and offered to speak with me when she was done the project that she was working on. And in those two weeks, I learned a lot about spirit communication, you know, just from working with uh, my partner's brother and the communication that was coming through. The more that I made time and space for him, 
uh, the more that I learned about my own signs and symbols and the way that I interpreted and received and perceived spirit communication. And then the day came where we had a scheduled time to connect on the phone and I was actually getting ready to go for a run. So I was in the middle of training for a marathon and that day I had planned a 13 mile run and I was getting ready to go for the run and she messaged me and said she was available. And so of course I took back off my running gear and I sat and chatted with her. We chatted for quite some time and she had me just tell her what I was experiencing. She mirrored back what she had um, heard me say or what she thought she heard me say, right? And then asked me to read her. And it was so awkward, I guess is the word that I would use. Um, It was the first time anybody had asked me to read them. And ironically, I was reading people all the time. I just didn't realize that that's what I was doing. And my answer back to her was, I can't, I don't know what you mean. And she kind of laughed at me and she said, I know you don't know what I mean, but I also know that you can do this. So I just want you to ground yourself and I want you to connect with my energy and tell me anything that comes up. And this is a woman I'd never met before. I'd never seen a picture of her. I knew nothing about her other than the fact that she was my friend's aunt and a medium. And that was really all I knew. And at first it was clunky. The things that were coming out of me were clunky. I, you know, what was coming to me, I was almost scared to say it because I didn't want to be wrong. There was this kind of fear of failure that was coming up for me. It was a, it was a great opportunity to look at that emotion and recognize, um, what I was feeling, but I just kind of started talking. I started saying, well, there's something I'm being very drawn to your teeth and I don't know, but there's just a lot of attention there. She laughed and explained that her, her, um, eye teeth crossed just slightly. And it was something that was her grandmother's. It was a, a, a trait that came down her ancestral line and her grandmother had the same teeth and that it was something that she originally didn't like. And now it was something that she really loved. You know, it was that piece of her grandmother. And I told her I kept seeing purple and I kept seeing blue and I didn't really understand what that meant. Um, At this point in my life, I didn't even understand chakras. So she, again, gave me the validation of what that meant. Um, That, you know, the purple was really about her connection back with spirit. And the blue was about the throat chakra. Um, and the fact that she talks to spirit. So the fact that I was seeing those two colors, uh, tangled together in this, in this beautiful display was how I was getting the message that she spoke to spirit. And so, you know, we just went through this process and I won't go over all the details of things that I picked up about her, but it was really validating And it helped me to understand that a lot of my life, I was reading people, I was reading energy. It wasn't purposeful. I was just experiencing them. And in the act of experiencing them, I was experiencing the interpretation of the energy that they were putting out. 
and that a lot of it was spirit communication and a lot of it was just energy that I was interpreting or reading, however it is that you want to say that. And we just really had this lovely conversation. She helped me to understand things that I was experiencing. She gave me some context. She gave me some background information. And then she said, you know, you are somebody who has a lot of metaphysical capabilities and I can help you right now. I'm not sure how long I can help you for, but feel free to call me if you need me. And I did. I ended up calling her one or two more times and we chatted. She again was really gracious with her time. So I got done my conversation. I came downstairs. I started telling my mom about it. I was so excited. I was, you know, really kind of emitting a lot of energy. It was, it was a very intense experience for me. And then I told my mom I was gonna go for my run. And, you know, I was training for a marathon, um, run multiple marathons and, uh, quite a few half marathons and training and running has always been something that I adored. It was, um, at the time I didn't recognize it. It wasn't until much later in my process that I understood the reason that I loved running so much is that I was actually getting into a meditative state. So I, I now call it meditation through movement. And it happens very quickly for me. It's a, it's a really intense and easy way for me to get into a meditative state and work with spirit. And I'd done it since I was young. You know, whenever I was feeling unsettled, I'd go for a run. When I'd come back, I would have so much clarity about whatever it was that I was feeling unsettled about. And it was funny. I would, I would sometimes, you know, kind of reflect and say, gosh, I don't even remember thinking about whatever this unsettled energy was. It's just... I came back and I had the answer. And so I kind of intuitively or naturally just did that. Running has something has been something that was always very therapeutic to me. It was more than just about the physical act of running. I got so much out of it emotionally, psychosocially, and spiritually. And so I started out for my run and Um, at that point in my life, I was tracking all of my steps and my calories and, um, was really kind of tuned into exercise and really needing to, to kind of, I guess, have categories, right? Be able to count exact numbers and put, put, um, a grading system on it, so to speak. You know, had I done enough, had I produced enough that day? And so I headed out for my run and I had a fully charged watch and I had a fully charged phone and within a mile of running, both were completely dead. And obviously I was, you know, somebody who ran six days a week and that was outside of the scope of normal for me. (laughs) That's the only way I can say it. And I recognized that the conversation that I had had did something. It shifted something. It changed something in and around me. And I wasn't exactly sure why my phone was dead and my watch was dead. But what I did know is that I could feel a significant number of spirits 
that were just kind of, I guess the word that I would use is flocking to me. Um, I just had this sense, this feeling that all of these spirits were moving closer and towards me and recognized that there were multiple spirits speaking at the same time. And it was the very beginning of me understanding that I could set rules with spirit, right? So this is a reciprocal relationship and that I had the ability to set some boundaries or some rules with spirit. So I started saying, you have to be in line. I need to hear from one of you at a time. I can't hear all of you at the same time. And and that again, it was you know the kind of beginning of me creating boundaries with spirit. And I didn't really even understand what I was doing. It just kind of naturally happened. I don't know that I responded to anything that any of the spirits had to say. I just heard them. I just listened. You know, I had um, an employee's daughter show up and talk to me. I had a boss's sister show up and talk to me. Um, I had a lot of different spirits come and, and connect. And again, I didn't answer back. I just listened. And at that point, I was really about me starting to develop and understand mediumship on a different level, right? As I experienced the different energies, I recognized that I felt them differently. There was a different quality of communication. There was a different message being received. There was a different way of it being delivered. Um, and, and, It just helped me to understand the difference between one energy source versus another. And so, you know, I ran for 13 miles and the entire time was filled with spirit communication. And it wasn't until probably a month or two later that I really understood that the volume of spirits that were coming towards me had to do with the fact that I had just opened more, right? I had just gone through, you know, what I call an opening process. And when I was communicating with the medium, my friend's aunt, one of the things that that did was invite additional spirit communication. It invited the opening to spirit communication And in that invitation to the universe, me saying, I want this. I welcome this. I'm open to this. I will receive this. I did. I did open to it. I did receive it. It did shift and change a lot of um, things inside of me. And in that energetic invitation to the universe, it was heard, it was received, and it was responded to. And it's one of the reasons why going to workshops or going to healing sessions is so powerful because it is an invitation, an energetic invitation to the universe. Hey, I want this. I'm looking for it. There was a significant shift in vibration level. You know, I didn't understand it at the time, but looking back, it was able to see that when I came down from my bedroom and I was all excited and I was talking to my mom about it, there was a clear shift in vibration level. And for me, when I'm trying to communicate with spirit, it's about being in the highest vibration place I can be. 
Um, and, and in the opening process, it was important for me to maintain that, to do things that were really healthy for me to maintain that psychic hygiene and that, uh, vibration level. And I'll go into the details of that on a, on a later episode. But it wasn't for a while that I really understood that the reason that my watch and my phone were drained was because of the volume of spirits that were coming close to me. I later went on to set boundaries that, no, you may not drain my devices. But I actually stopped wearing a watch because I started to also recognize that that's really not what life was about for me. I didn't want to look at my wrist, you know, 50 times a day whether it was consciously or subconsciously, to check the time. That wasn't what I wanted. I didn't need the number of steps that I took in a day to be captured. That wasn't important to me anymore. I started to have a real shift as I went through my spiritual opening and awakening about what actually mattered to me, what was important in my life and what wasn't, and what was just a bunch of background noise and what was a bunch of stuff that... I had kind of taken on that were societal norms that really, they didn't even matter to me. And so to this day, I still don't wear a watch, but uh, it was in that fact that my watches just kept getting drained that I, you know, I I actually replaced watches. (laughs) I, you know, spent the money to get a brand new watch um, and then the battery would be drained very shortly. So Eventually, I kind of gave up on it. I think it, I think it took me two or three watches replacement before I recognized that this was, you know, the universe inviting me to stop looking at my wrist all the time and stop trying to capture and grade and somehow measure if I was doing enough, if I was good enough, if I had accomplished enough. Um, it was an invitation from the universe to say, is that how you want to live your life? And my answer was no, absolutely not. That's not how I want to live my life. So it was a wildly impactful day that really kind of shifted the trajectory of my life and of my spiritual opening and awakening. And it was also really just a very beautiful experience for me. I felt so grateful to have all of these spirits around me, coming to me, supporting me, passing messages, helping me understand how I receive spirit communication and also starting to understand signs and symbols. And everybody is different in the way that they perceive and receive spirit communication. And it took me, you know, a strong two years before I stopped comparing the way that I receive spirit communication versus how other people did. You know, I had this kind of thought pattern that I should do it the way that somebody else receives spirit communication, um, which I later would recognize as kind of a silly thing that I was made divinely right to receive spirit communication the way that I am meant to and that I don't need to try to be anybody other than me and that in that space of allowing myself to be exactly who and what I am that all sorts of doors were opened but again that took me a couple years and I will I will honestly say that it from this point from that run 
to my understanding, having a, a much deeper, broader understanding of spirit took me about five years. Um, you know, I had a, a narrow scope of what I thought spirit was. And the more that I worked with spirit, the larger that scope got. And the more I understood the limitlessness uh, that spirit is. And that was a really beautiful gift as well. I hope that you enjoyed this run through my run that day. And I can't wait to connect with you again on another episode here at Rose Quartz Mediumship. <laughs>